This is Camp Hacker. Come find our show notes and our blog for camp directors and leaders at camphacker.tv. Good day and welcome to the podcast. This is Camp Hacker episode 119, recorded on the 11th of December, 2019. On today's show, the all tool of the week episode. This Camp Hacker podcast is sponsored in part by Rad Tags. Designed by a former camp owner and director, Rad Tags is about connecting people to who they are, the camp they love, and the accomplishments they experience there. Rad Tags bracelets and tags help your camp community stay connected to their happiest place. Find out what Rad Tags has to offer your camp at zoic.ca slash rad. That's zoic.ca slash rad. Also, don't forget to visit Rad Tags at the ACA National Camp Conference. Be one of the first 50 people to booth 522 for a special gift from Rad Tags and Go Camp Pro. Rad Tags, be and be known. If you love the Camp Hacker podcast, we would be thrilled if you subscribe to us in whatever podcast app you have on your phone. Thanks for letting your awesome out, Camp Mavericks. We hope you enjoy the Camp Hacker show. Hello, Camp Pros, and welcome to the Camp Hacker podcast. My name is Travis Allison. I'm a summer camp marketing and strategy consultant, and I help camps translate what they do so that more families insist on sending their kids to summer camp. Hi, uh, my name is Dan Weir. I have over two decades of experience working in camping. Um, I All that is in YMCA camping. I, I ran an overnight camp for a number of years, and now I work for the YMCA of Long Island, developing their day camps. And my name is Gabrielle Rail. I'm one of the camp directors at Camp Waro, and Camp Waro is an all-girls camp in the Laurentian Mountains of Quebec. Awesome. Well, welcome to you both. Sadly, Joe is not able to be here because he's a camp board meeting. Um, before we get into the topic, a couple of little things I wanted to mention. Uh, first of all, if you have enjoyed the show or you get a good idea from this or um, there's something that that sticks out to you, we'd be super grateful if you would go to iTunes and leave us a review. Maybe you're on a different app on your phone or you're on Android and um and you can leave it in your app if you use Stitcher, leave the reviews there. But all of that stuff tends to have way more impact. Just the, the couple minutes it takes has way more impact than the amount of time that, that you put into it. So we'd be grateful if you did that. If you're in the Apple world, then you can go to uh, camphacker.tv slash iTunes, and that will let you get into the spot where you can leave us a review. So we're grateful to people that have done that. Also, I wanted to say thank you to those people who are our patrons. Um, as many of you know uh, from Matt's introductions or, or his piece at the end, we are paid for, up until now, solely paid for by a very small group of people who are very dedicated, um, who support us on patreon.com. So um, we're, we're grateful to all those people. Uh, I know that number's been dwindling. I think we probably could do better at taking care of those folks who've been so supportive of us, um, but we've got some big plans going forward. And so we do want to say how grateful we are to those people who allow us to get together and have these chats and then hand it off to Matt. So um, you're the ones who are paying for Matt and we're, we're so grateful for that because it allows us to do things like increase the number of shows that we're doing this year, as, as you've no doubt noticed. So thank you to all of you who do that on the regular. I wanted to say um, that this is a, an exciting topic. Uh, I watched a couple of the shows that we've done lately, and um, and I've appreciated the fun in hanging out with with these folks for now heading into our ninth year. And um, this is a show that we've done before, and and one that I that I enjoyed. And so, as we're recording this on the 11th of December, I suspect you're probably going to hear this or see it on YouTube in the new year. Um, but uh, it for us is I've seen lots of lists of of things at the end of the year. Um, we thought it'd be fun to talk about some of our favorite tools of the of the week. Um, instead of just doing one short one each, we're just going to do a whole episode on tools of the week again. So. Thank you for uh, for listening. Thank you for watching us on iTunes. If you're an iTunes watcher, then I please do subscribe and uh, you can click on that little bell. It'll give you a notification whenever we release a new show. So we do have kind of a format. We're pretty loosey-goosey, as you can imagine, uh, on the format. But um, we're thinking that we would start with some apps that we use, that we love, that maybe some others may not know. Uh, I did go through my apps and sort of sorted them one of the nice things about Android is you can sort your phones, you can sort your apps by the most used ones, and they sort of do that automatically, and that's kind of fun. 
lots of those are just chat apps and and things. So um, that wasn't the best pick for me. But I will say that my first um, phone app that I'm going to say is a podcast app. And um, I think likely some of my tools I will have mentioned on the show before in the Tool of the Week section, uh, but some I want to come back to. So I use an app called Pocket Casts. And I think I pay $40 a year for a membership to that. It gives me a few extra features. But uh, I love Pocket Cast because of what it allows me to do in terms of sorting all the podcasts that I have. So I sort of have things sorted according to sometimes how much time I have, things I want to hear daily. It allows me to subscribe to CBC News, NPR News, the BBC News. And um, instead of downloading all of the shows between when I listen to one today and when I listen four days from now, Pocket Cast allows me to do a little thing that it only keeps the most recent show or it'll delete a show after 24 hours. And new shows, I don't need something that's from a week ago. So I have that all dialed in. So I have a little um, grouping called Podcasts, uh, sorry, called News that changes every day. And that's probably... 10 or 15 shows, some of them are weekly, um, but it only keeps one of them. And then other shows, like all of the Camp Hacker and Go Camp Camp Pro podcasts, uh, I um, just download this and listen to when I can. So I love the customizability of Pocket Casts and makes it easy for me to surface the ones I really want to listen to and also to save ones that I might want to listen to someday. Um, But uh, all that is possible because of the Pocket Casts app. Uh, Gab, what's your first phone app? My first phone app is Decide Now. It's based, it's an easy um, to input um, information, and then you click on a button, and it scrolls through uh, all of your different topics or people like a Wheel of Fortune type situation. So it's it's graphically fun. Um, I've used it for. Example, selecting beds for my leadership team members and where they're going to be sleeping when they can't decide. Okay. I put in their yeah. names and uh, click on it. And it's, but it's, it's great for camp. It's great for uh, quick games. Um, and uh, I use it often when I'm not quite sure what I want to make my decisions on or et cetera, et cetera. But as a camp person, you can make a lot of games out of it. Totally customizable. That's fun. That's yeah. Fun. Dan? Yeah. Oh, uh, making sure yeah gotcha. I, I was on mute yeah sorry uh thank you um uh first app uh is uh fantastical um i was really uh with moving i moved from one uh camp to another and um i was using my life on uh, google calendar but now with my new job they're all on uh, microsoft products so i had to find a, a really great calendar to kind of merge everything which took right. a little while and fantastical was the best calendar app i found it made everything very easy in terms of um, uh, it reads more like an agenda, but for work, uh, I can't tell you uh, it's kept me on task so much better in one week of using it than I was for <laughs> nearly two months without it. So um, yeah, just highly recommend Fantastical, the calendar app. Cool. Um, I know that Fantastical has uh, a Mac app. Does it do Windows too, or is it just that yeah. you use it for your phone to talk to both? Um, I'm just using it right now for my phone. Um, okay. I, uh, I'm just in between computers, basically, um, for lack right. of better words. So I'm just using a work laptop on my phone. And it's amazing. You can pretty much live your life off the phone. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, uh, uh, it, it's, it actually, the beauty, the nice part about it is it'll sync everything up as well, too. So Great. Yeah. 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 So by the looks of it, it doesn't work on Windows or Android phones, but works very well on iPhones. And it's famous. Lots of people I know use it on a Mac and love it. So that's a great one. Yeah, I love it for my iPhone. Didn't think about uh, that as a a phone app. Well, that's great. Uh, Gabba, we'll go back to you. What's your next one? Mine's called Get Pocket. So Get Pocket is Mm. a way of just tagging um, articles, videos, music on your desktop, and it creates a list for you, but it also syncs to your phone. And so um, you can also create categories. So I'll have things such as just personal interest and camp is pretty much my two separate categories. Um, But it's where I keep all of a lot of my videos, training staff videos that I come across, I, mm-hmm. I keep them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, articles that I want other people to read out loud to me, I keep in there. Um, but it also helps me with not getting too distracted and not go down the rabbit hole um, while I'm working. That's awesome. 
I love Get Pocket too. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, my next app is Google Home, the app for Google Home. We slash me um, have put a lot of Google devices into uh, our house in the last year between the speakers and light switches. Um, really not light switches, but the little plug things that I can turn on through my Google Home. And um, the Google Home app I have found has gotten better and better. It was pretty bad at first, but I've got, it's better at helping set up automation. So um, I can walk into the house and say, um, use the activation word. I won't use it, so it wasn't turn on your speaker. But I can say the activation word and then uh, Merry Christmas, and then it'll turn on all the Christmas decorations and start playing Christmas music. Um, or I can uh, say good morning, and it'll read my calendar to me and tell me the weather and then start to tell me the names. Um, and um, we've been able to do uh, like lights in the office, the studio lights here in the office are all on Google Home, and I can set up all that stuff in the app. And so um, I quite like it for home automation. I've been really careful with the home automation stuff that we've bought, that it all works through Google since our whole life is in Google Apps. And um, it's been it's been great. Um, I like having uh, lots of Google stuff, but the app on the phone has made it easy to set up all those things and do fun little um, routines, they're called, uh, to give me some things automatically. Things like that. Dan, what's another, what's another app for you? Yeah, um, uh, for me, um, my to-do list manager really Google Keep. Um, I, I just, I love it. I think I've talked about it on the show before, but um, the ability to share um, your task list with other people easily has made things, um, yeah, it's just it, just great. Um, I also use it the notes section. Um, I get too paranoid if you take too many notes on your specific device that's not up to the cloud. Um, mm. I just find Google Keep has been really great in that sense um, for tracking everything, and I use it. I use it for everything. Um, you can color code them. You can sort them. You can pin them. Yeah, all the, all the sorts of things. You can archive them. You can search them. Yeah, um, but yeah. Does does this mean that you have at long last given up on Tux Ducks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Tux Ducks has been retired. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you want to know why we're all laughing about that, I think you might have to listen to the our old podcast before the Campbacker podcast yeah, for that yeah. joke. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Um, I have time or time too. So time's about like the herb time and it's a tracking device for, um, for your work. And if you do independent work for different, um, different clients, then you could uh, also bill accordingly. But the reason why I like it is for two specific reasons. One, I categorize my camp. I break up my camp work. So if I'm doing staff training, I have that category. If I'm doing marketing, I have that category. If I have just miscellaneous emails, et cetera, I have that category. And I budget time for different different work. And um, because of my uh, nature of getting up and walking around and doing other things, my time tracker is also on my phone. So when I walk away yeah. from my computer, it will ask me, do you want to pause? Do you want to pause the work that you're doing? Um, it also forces me to, to try to stay on task um, and lets me know there's a timer that says you have 10 minutes to until this this portion of your day is over. So it also shows me a lot of how much time I spend interviewing staff members, how much time I do spend, yeah. um, you know, problem solving certain things. And, and that really helps just at the end of the day, when I'm wondering what have I done all day, all the tasks I want to get done and to get them done. Um, it really shows where, where I've put my time. And now because I've been using it for, it's my third or fourth year that I've been using it. I can also realistically put put certain time aside so right. it's a but it's the the main feature is me getting up and walking away from my computer and pausing i find that's to be to be the best best feature for me that's great and I, interesting i think that that's a good um it's a good point to draw attention to the philosophy of these tools um little you know different little pieces of it and i think the idea that we study where we spend our time is really good for any campers who are feeling stressed feeling maxed out um a good knowledge of where we're actually spending time is a um it's just good to understand so thanks for that Gabby. it's really awesome and I think also if you're working for a board, it also really helps to, for them to understand where your time goes to. 
and yes. when they have big ideas or and which is great if a board's interested in that um you can say in my year this is where all my time is spent right. i could adjust these two or three things but after that everything's really locked in so yeah. maybe we'll want to fundraise for a new person that would be yeah. cool <laughs> that's great that's great yes obviously we need information to be able to make the good decisions so yeah that's really cool that's really cool um dan do you have any more apps yeah, uh, my third app is um, is uh, for iPhone. It's called Flip Clock. Flip Clock, but um, for um, I'm sure there's an Android version. Um, basically, it's just a giant clock. Um, I do a lot of public speaking, um, even with just having a small group of people of like you know running meetings uh, with you know anywhere from like four to ten people. Um, I just put the Flip Clock on. Um, one, it stops from notifications coming up. Um, two is um, I could I don't have to like make um, too subtle of a glance at it, for lack of better mm-hmm. words. I find yeah. if I stare at the clock, people stop speaking. Right. But if I have it in big numbers, um, it actually will take care of things. So um, yeah, just a really helpful thing. Um, I it's funny. I knew some speakers back in the day that would bring giant alarm clocks with them. And uh, so they could see the time flip clock has definitely replaced that for me. So, yeah. Right. Right. That's, that's funny. That reminds me of something that I wasn't going to put on the here, but that, um, that I'm going to mention as a bonus, not as an app, but um, directly related to that is uh, right above, as many of you know, I spend a lot of my day on Zoom calls and um, I like to, as Dan says, just have a subtle way of knowing what the time is or how much time's left. So right above my camera is um, a big LED clock that's this big. So I can see it in my peripheral vision and it's right above my camera, which I'm trying to look at the cameras and not necessarily look at the screen or my hands. Um, and it does the same thing. And it was like, I don't know, eight bucks on Amazon and it's just led powered. And I, and I have a little magic arm that holds it up above my, my camera there. And that, I think it'd be nice to have something on your phone as Dan said, or something physical like I have for doing staff interviews um, so that you can keep track of the time and, and know if you need to move yourself along on the interview area interviewee along etc so that's a great idea dan thank you um my last one is not specifically camp related i think my tools and maybe it's just that it's december when we're recording this and um i'm ready for a break um my next app is um not necessarily a camp tool, not really a camp tool. Uh, it's called G-Stone, and it's a new app um, that allows people to find other people who want to play board games together. And it's for organizing a games night, um, and I do organize a games night at a, at a pub here in town twice a month, and um, our group is going to be moving to that, we hope, and uh, it's good for other people who are just in your area who might be interested in meeting to play game, board games, or tabletop games, and uh, so I thought it was kind of fun if you were looking for some ways to meet people who uh, and have social engagements that aren't just talking about camp, then uh, you might be a board game player like I am, so check out G-Stone. Um, also a good time for me to say that uh, we are keeping show notes of all these things. And as usual, um, Matt will go in and create a note on camppacker.tv slash podcast. This is episode 120. Uh, and you can find um, all the notes and links to all these things. You don't have to pull over the car and write this down or stop watching us on YouTube to, um, to, to make notes. You'll see it all there at camppacker.tv slash podcast. Any other apps that you want to mention before we move on? No? Okay, great. So the next section we planned on was software. I don't think we have a full full suite of three each necessarily, but um, there might be some software that, that could help you out. And Gab, I wonder what you've got first. My first one is Google Slides. We're talking a lot, a lot about Google today. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's free, and I think also because you can share it. And so... I personally use Keynotes to do my uh, presentations. Um, but the downside with Keynote is you can't share it with a lot of people. And, um, and Google Slides has actually some fairly decent templates. You can also buy templates for like five bucks on, in, other, in other areas. But what's amazing is I was just going through my Google Slides today and I have presentations from the past 
two two years um, from from camp for for a staff training. And just having all of that from past staff members, leadership team members that you might not have gathered is wonderful. It also allows you as a as a director to maybe um, look at people's presentations before uh, right. they put them up. Um, yep. But it's and and then of course you have them all there so you can tweak them. Um, you know, for next year. Uh, so I would say Google Slides and I would put in with that, if you're looking for some great images as well as diverse images, go to unsplash.com because those are royalty free as long as you're saying where you're getting them from. So if you want some good looking slides, remember less is more and uh, um, <laughs> Unsplash, is, Unsplash is a great place for, for images. That would actually be a really fun topic for us to talk about is how to do good camp presentations. I would love um, to do that. <laughs> because I think the three of us speak enough and Joe too does keynote speaking and yep. um, it would be fun to pull all of those uh, together as a camp. Um, oh, would... Yeah, so that's, uh, that's interesting. I was going to show you... Um, where oh here it is uh i also love google slides i don't use it as much as i used to um but i'm kind of picking up on it more so if you're watching uh us on youtube you may see that i always have a tv on behind me and my idea was always that i would um be able to as i'm talking or recording stuff i would be able to throw my computer up there so i often do presentations or webinars where I have that on a TV. And if I edit the videos together, then sometimes it's just the slide on the TV behind me. Sometimes it's the slide taking up the full screen. All of that I do on the fly using Google Slides. I love that choice. It's a great mm -hmm. pick. Um, lots of fun, creative uses for that with yep. all the other Google tools in my life. Yep. Yep. So, Dan, you said you don't have software picks, right? I, I can keep going? All right, I'll keep running yep. then. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. My first pick is um, is Basecamp, the uh, the app that now has a free personal version. It's been it's always been paid. Um, I I pick it as a sort of project management software and communication software. Like all of these, there's lots of rooms for improvement, lots of rooms to make it better, but um, it does help us run GoCamp Pro where we are in four time zones, two countries, um, you know, three provinces, four provinces. Um, I don't even know how many states, probably 10 states, eight states. And so um, Basecamp allows us to sort of keep it all in one place. Um, I have heard from camp pros who said that Basecamp for them doesn't work for their college age staff. I can see it being sort of formatted quite well for, um, there uh, might be other apps to be formatted better for college age staff that operates more like a pure communication tool like Slack. But uh, I do find Basecamp works really well. It also works really well for people who are um, my, my age and older um, because it ties into email really well. So you tend to get, it takes a bit to dial in your notifications so you don't get the emails you don't want. But I do find you can do a lot of it through the email once you have Basecamp set up. So that if you work with a board or you have an executive director who doesn't love tech, um, I think but you still want to be able to have one central place for project management. I do think Basecamp is the best for that. It's not cheap, but there is a free option that's small, sort of one project option. Um, otherwise, it's $100 US per month. Um, but on a big team that's spread out, I think you would find it really useful. And they do have a charity price. So if you are a nonprofit, then you can apply to get their charity pricing, which I actually don't remember what the pricing is for them. But um, it's a good way to make it work. Gab? Yeah, and uh, and uh, um, and Travis, you and I have talked about, it, and I I struggle with Basecamp a little bit. Um, I I find Slack is easier for me to keep track of, but my um, development team, who were a team, they're a team of six, they're all part time, and uh, they're in charge of staff hiring right now. And what um, the two people that are in charge of the development team, why they like um, Basecamp is that they can put to dos on calendars, uh, they can see each staff member what their to-dos are. So they can say, oh, Chloe's has two to-dos, but Miriam has 15. Can we even that out? Um, so they can actually look at everybody's to-do lists 
uh, it's just a click of way. So they find that very easy and they can also upload videos and uh, so on and so forth and project management they find a lot easier. So my whole team is super stoked about Basecamp. Basecamp. I'm just, I'm still learning, but right. yeah. But that, that I think that piece is really cool. The fact that you can see what other, what other people have yeah. to get done as and a manager. Share the workload. Yep, absolutely. So right. I that hear you. That's a good one. <laughs> also, the thing that we've been much better at this year than any year before, and partly that's having um, Matt doing many more hours for us than many other years and having Ruby on board to manage the master classes is that Basecamp has allowed us to really standardize our procedures. So you create a project template and copy it into the next one. So when we um, ask somebody to run a master class for us, then um, we just have a template that Ruby copies over and sets up the next new person. And so projects that get repeated, it's really nice for for that as well. And it has a nice repository of of all the things, you know. So add this into our standard operating procedures document, and then you know it's a to do for somebody to do that. It's, it's really good. Um, great. So Basecamp. I'm going to do another one that I'll throw it back to you, Gab. My next one is one that I have mentioned on the show before, maybe twice, um, but I love it so much. It's called CamelCamelCamel.com, and it is a um, it's an Amazon price tracker. And so I'm actually going to share my screen for those watching on YouTube. Um, it is a, an Amazon price tracker that allows you to pick an object that you want. And what I'm doing for the listeners is showing um, my Camel Camel Camel, which has unique versions for Canada, Italy, Germany, USA, UK, Japan, um, Spain, I think, um, about a dozen countries. They're unique uh, Amazon stores. And so we can say, there's something that I'm interested in buying at some point. You know, for camp people right now, it might be we need um, a carpet cleaner uh, for the summer, but we don't need to buy it now. So I just set an alert and it will track Amazon pricing and then send you an email when the price goes beyond a point that you like. So on screen here, I have a photography book. I have a carpet cleaner. Um, I've been watching the Amazon Fire 7 tablets, which seem really interesting for camps in terms of controlling music without people having to have their phones. They're fairly inexpensive. Um, they're on sale in Canada right now for 55 bucks Canadian. Stuff like that. So I get good um, alerts when that happens. There's also a thing called deals on products you're tracking where they know what is a good deal on something and um, you get a notification about that or you see it on the page when you open it up. So um, Camel 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 is a great budget saver if there are purchases that you're going to make on Amazon that you're not in a hurry for. So sometimes you might wait three or four months before you get an alert. Some things I've put on Camel 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 have never um, sent me an alert and that's fine. There's not something that I needed right away. It was like, you know, this board game or um, something comes on sale at some point, I will buy it, but it's not worth buying right now. So that it really is camelcamelcamel.com. Um, and there's a localized version for uh, all sorts of different countries. Uh, your next software gap. Mine is Figma. So Figma is a design um, um, sharing platform. Um, it's free unless you're you know, more than four people. But if you can't afford Adobe Illustrator um, and Photoshop, you can use Figma. And it is a pretty darn good program. It's probably one of the best ones I've seen out there that's free. And what's really, really cool is that you could you can share this with other people. So there's people that sort of geek out over design um, that want to play with colors and shapes and sizes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I could I could imagine if you're doing um, some fun um, snap uh, Snapchat or Insta stories and you're collaborating with a younger staff member, you could use uh, Figma. If you're you know trying to clean up your logo, you could use Figma. So this is a, a really cool. A program, but the the sharing feature is also what's what's pretty dope about it. So, Gav, is it like a Canva but with more possibilities? It is like Canva with more possibilities, but the downside, the the cool thing about Canva is that you already have templates and you already have a lot of things that are pretty much made for you and can customize them. This is one hundred percent from scratch. You, it's a blank gotcha. blank page, so that can be a little bit intimidating. 
Um, however, if you do want to do something to add onto Canva, you could work on it in there and then throw it into Canva. So upload it. Cool. Yep. Oh, that's great. That's great, great, great. Okay, cool. Uh, the one last thing that I'll just spend a second on mightynetworks.com is software that we use to run our campmavericks.com website. And it is kind of like a separate app for kind of Google Groups functionality. Um, I like it because it has its own app and um, good community building. It also has a classroom feature. So if a camp wanted to have sort of a, you know, an online community that anyone could join, you could have an alumni group, you could have a parents group, you could have a staff group, and you could run some of your online training through MightyNetworks.com. And um, if anybody has questions about that and wants more details, just let me know. I'm happy to show you what we've done and how it works uh, before you, you purchase it. But um, it's it's really good service. It's like Basecamp. It's, it's good. It's not the best ever, but um, I haven't found anything else that's better. Uh, so it doesn't do all the things I want it to do, but it does what it does quite well. So um, I invite you to check out KMMightyNetworks.com to try that out. This episode of the Camp Hacker Podcast is sponsored by Rad Tags. Rad Tags is outfitting camps with personalized keepsakes that speak without saying a word. Rad Tags allows you to show someone they belong, building a relationship that goes beyond their last day at camp. With the goal of helping camps create awesome recognition and affiliate programs that last beyond the summer, Rad Tags is doing a monthly giveaway for Go Camp Pro listeners. Just email your answer to the following question to matt at gocamp.pro and be entered to win five silicone bracelets with the rad hand sign. Each month, we'll pick a new winner. This month's question is, what is the longest standing tradition at your camp? How was it started? Don't forget, email your answer to matt at gocamp.pro with rad tags contest in the subject line. Also, rad tags is coming to ACA National. Be one of the first 50 people to booth number 522 and shout out, I'm a Go Camp Pro podcast listener for a special gift from Rad Tags and us at GoCamp Pro. To find out more about how Rad Tags can elevate your camp program, visit zoic.ca slash rad. That's Z-O-I-C dot C-A slash R-A-D. Rad Tags. B and B no. So I think uh, let's go to books next. And Dan, I'll open with you. What is a book that you would recommend that everyone check out? Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I can't remember the books I've shared over the year, but um, these I just kind of boiled down like the top three that, um, yeah, that really stuck with me for 2019. So the first one's When um, yeah. from Dan Pink. Um, right. Just um, that book really helped me understand my workflow. I'm pretty sure I talked about it on the show before, but um, yeah, I read, I read it like eight months ago and I changed how I work. Um, basically, there's rhythms to our day and there's times where we have more creative work and times where we um, we can do more analytical work, and just it really helped me understand how to work better, and also how to be happier with my work. Uh, for lack of better words, I learned some things about like, oh, I don't like doing work late at night as much as a night owl as I am. It takes me down, you know. So wait till the morning to do my better work. You know, there's just stuff like that. It was very introspective for me. Um, yeah, yeah. So good pick. Yeah, good pick. Kev, do you have a book? What books do you have? I have a, uh, so I have a, a Mending Matters. So Mending Matters is a, it's basically a book on how to repair clothing. And, oh, cool. Um, so I like, this is more of a, an example book that you could get for your camp. And I think with, with environmental issues arising and uh, sustain, sustainability being very important, um, I almost put in my dad's, uh, I have my dad's like Reader's Digest, like how to fix anything in your home. That's, yeah, a, really, yeah. that's a really great picture book on, on how to repair stuff. But any of these type of books at camp, since a lot of camps don't have uh, tablets or computers for their campers, this, right. this is a great like free time activity where you can show campers that you can actually repair stuff and you don't need to just get a new tank top for like five bucks um, at Target. You could you can repair that strap. So um, but this one's like a funky one. Like it looks really cool and, and um, teens like it. So um, that's one of my books. I love it. I love it. Um, my first book is called The Art of Gathering. It's something that we did in our in our book club in campmavericks.com. And um, 
the woman's name it's is also Kate the Parker. tri-state chair as well yeah. too the opening oh. keynote yeah opening keynote, keynote. Tri- yeah oh. keynote tri-state in 2020 i'm wow. excited to hear her speak she um I, I wasn't too sure what it was going to be it just been recommended and wanted to check it out and um just learned some really interesting things about having a purpose to meetings and she talks about meetings at work meetings but she also talks about sort of gatherings and parties and having a special purpose and some creative rules and things and um you know just not a big thing of hers is not just meeting for meeting sake but having a purpose to it so um it is a great book i totally recommend uh, checking it out um if you're a more visual person than a reader or a listener of books then Priya's got tons of talks online at Good TED Talk and um, lots of good. She's been promoting this book. She's done Creative Mornings. She's done um, all sorts of great interviews. So you can see and hear some of her great stories uh, online. But uh, if you get a chance, read her book um, that is called The Art of Gathering. So again, go to camppackart.tv slash podcast, look up episode 120, and you'll see the notes there. Dan, I see your book list is getting longer. <laughs> oh, you're muted, Dan. I wonder what your next book pick is. Yeah, my next one, um, uh, it's by Adam Grant. Um, it's Originals. Um, I think a lot of people have um, heard of Adam Grant before. Uh, UPenn faculty um, uh, really focused on psychology, but really marriages, uh, marries it with business. And just, it, it was a great book. Um, you know, um, the, the subtitle of the book is How Nonconformists Move the World. And I think um, the camp, working at camp is nonconformity. And, uh, yep. you know, I think as a whole, um, we, I have a hard time relating to other people in other professions. Um, mm. uh, there's elements of things I can, I can talk to people. You know, I could talk to um, people working in hospitality about service and customer service and what that is. I could talk to um, some people that manage, you know, young staff, if they work at Disney world, but, um, uh, but as a whole, our jobs are nonconformist. And I just found this book really, um, helped me feel confident in what I was doing and helped me feel good about pushing forward. Great. Another tri, tri-state keynote speaker. He was yeah. there a few years yeah. ago. Yeah. A while ago. Yeah. 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 Um, great to Gab. My second book is Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. And I think a lot of people have probably listened to it on Audible or read it. Um, the reason why I really like it is it does show how how we evolve. And I think also in a time where we're in such high amounts of evolution, it's interesting to see these patterns that are emerging and just understand also our bare necessities and where we come from. And I like to apply that to our staff. The, the sort of, you know, the, the importance of feeling safe, the importance of being well-fed, the importance of being uh, heard. It all comes from an evolutionary state. And mm. so I find Sapiens is one of those um, books that I listen to. And I, I, re, I rewind often to just recapture yeah. some of the information. I'm on my third listen and I'm still listening to hearing such right. new information. So I, I love this book. Yeah, I've heard so much about it. I haven't read it, but I've heard a ton yeah. about it. It's a little dense sometimes, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Cool. Sapiens. Um, I, my next books are for pleasure. They are not, um, they're not necessarily make you better camp director books, but I thought that's my list and it's December. So um, <laughs> these are some books that I've enjoyed a lot this year. Two books that I've enjoyed, two novels that I've enjoyed very much this year. One is an older one. And again, um, I novels I always listen to. Um, business books I tend to read uh, on my Kindle or paper, paperback, but um, novels I always listen to. Um, and the first one is an, a little bit older, um, like four or five years older. It's called Gun Machine. Uh, it's a novel. And it's a very noir detective novel, New York City. Um, but it's written by a British author named Warren Ellis, who's quite famous for doing graphic novels and comic books. Uh, but this is his one full-length novel that he wrote. Um, and the writing's great. The plot is really interesting. Um, sort of set in modern New York City, but with an alternate world sort of creeping in at, at points. Um, 
And so it has some really good stuff. And it's read by Reg E. Cathy, who um, probably most recently is known for being the barbecue guy on um, on House of Cards. He was he ran the barbecue that oh, Frank yeah. went to. Um, so he's got his great voice, like totally distinct, very deep, oh, deep yeah. voice. Yeah, that, that uh, sounds amazing. Yeah. And so him reading this book is just awesome. Um, so it's just a just a listening pleasure. Every time you hear him read, you just think it's so great. Um, Reg Cathy passed away last year. Um, so it's kind of fun to have this little thing where you can put them in your brain directly. And so um, that book is called Gun Machine. Uh, the other book that we listened to this year, Beth and I listened to in the car this year that a lot of people have talked about is called Little Fires Everywhere. Um, Celeste Ng, and she got a lot of uh, book prizes for this and, and a lot of features on big lists. Uh, but it was a great novel about, um, I don't know, society and, and expectations on people. And uh, there's not much I can say that doesn't give it all away it's not a book like gun machine is a is a book with a theme and capital t theme um but little fires everywhere is sort of like a story about real people but about society and all of that so um yeah i know lots of people recommended it throughout this year and i also follow that up so it's a good one dan what's next for you okay so this next book is um that's right uh this book is is how to manage up uh, for right. at, at yeah. essential, um, which yeah. I think there's a lot of people listen to this that are um, working in in larger organizations or have um, supervisors or, owner or um, yeah owner or something yeah. like that. Um, also, this uh, this book is um, is really helpful with like just difficult parent interactions or like I've used it with the DOH. Um, it, it's called Forty Laws of Power uh, by mm. Robert Greene. And um, Robert Greene is a really fascinating author. Um, he writes a little bit in a way like um, almost like parables. Um, yeah. uh, so basically like these bigger themes and then these um, stories that kind of back it up. And in 48 Laws of Power, um, he really talks about the power dynamic. And he talks about how um, Galileo discovered the stars but still had to report to a king. And how did Galileo right. um, not take the the limelight away from the king while making these important scientific discoveries and still keeping funding for it and it's you know I um, I recommend this book to a few people quietly um, that told me that they were struggling and um, uh, it's it's really great um, I, it's dense it's a very thick book um, I recommend reading only one law at a time right. or doing the audio book version but yeah it's uh, it's 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 amazing um, it's a really like it, it may before that, like working with people managing up might feel manipulative. And then, um, yeah, that reading this was like, Oh no, this is the way to do it. Yeah. This is actually good. So yeah. Yeah. Great. Good one. Dan, do you mind telling us your next book too? Well, we, got yeah, I got, I, I got a bonus book. Um, uh, the infinite game by Simon Sinek. Um, just, um, I I've talked about it before, but just uh, in my top books of 2019 that I read, um, just has, Given me some really good language I've used already in the past week and two of, of finishing it just to, to talk to people and talk and gain them think a little bit longer term. Um, you know, I, I find when you're working, um, most people think about the immediate problem, not the problem that will cause. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think we all need to, as professionals, curating communities, for lack of better words, we need to really, um, really need to think of the impact of our decision making and, and then teach that to the people we work with it above nice. sideways and below. So it was a good book. Right. So, yeah. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. Gab, what's your final book? My final book is Proust and the squid by Marianne Wolf. And it's about, it's, it's really about the anatomy of our brains um, in reading and how we were never meant to read. Um, mm. But, um, and it, that we've only been reading for a certain amount of time and how that has affected our society and how right. that's affected us. And again, I, I again, it sounds like a heavy book, but I find it very fascinating. Again, when we're thinking about our staff and we're thinking about our parents and how they interpret our information and how do we get um, content across. And I was thinking about um, what you were talking about, um, Dan, with the four laws 
of, of power, 48 laws of power and how to manage up a lot of the times with, um, with communication, it's not manipulative, manipulative to be clear. And I think with our parents, sometimes we, we just oversaturate them with information and how can right. we be clear about our message and the same with our staff and our campers. But uh, Prusina Squid is a very sort of uh, beautiful way about talking about literature and how, it, and the relationship that we have uh, with the written word. Right. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, just for the two of you, I'm going to skip over the section that comes next in the document and go to miscellaneous stuff. We didn't have much chance for a physical tool or anything that sort of didn't fit into my original categories that I sent out. Uh, So I wondered if you have something that is uh, more miscellaneous than uh, that last section or stuff we've covered. Yeah. Yeah. Go down. Uh, yeah. I got, yeah, I got three. Um, uh, first is uh, a Joby tripod. Um, I, uh, for video conferencing. So I am on the road a lot and do a lot of conference calls and, um, zoom has become very popular in the past year. And, mm-hmm. um, so Joby just makes a really steady tripod that I'm using right now. So I can't show you, but I'm just, um, uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. Very affordable, found in Target, but I know Amazon's got them and all the other right. fun retailers. So that's number uh, one. Uh, number two is Anchor batteries. I've just um, I've gone from carrying a million of these things to carrying one around. This thing is a tank; it could charge me for the day. Um, very affordable. Um, again, all those big retailers carry them, but just uh, has been reliable, hasn't caught on fire, and I'm happy with it. So all's good. And then um, the last one is um, uh, I have been wearing an ear pod for years now before they got all popular. Um, yeah. And um, I, it kills me that people are paying 100 to 100 $200 for AirPods. And this yeah. is $20. And I lose it probably once a month and buy a, or once I lose it like once or twice a year and, yeah. and, buy, and buy a new one. And it's $20 and it's okay. Right. And I don't get upset. Um, the microphone's not the best, but it's not the worst. Um, perfect Bluetooth, great battery life. Um, I, I wear it in one ear. It's it's stereo in one ear, um, so it actually takes um, uh, like it's it, it, instead of um, mono. You know, it's basically mono, but, um, right. but yeah, it's coming through one ear. But um, yeah, it's great. I highly recommend it. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to bringing headsets for a tool, a future tool of the week. I have um, some coming from Kickstarter, which are the same. They're not as expensive as the Apple ones. There are the just in-ear cordless ones, but they have active noise canceling. Um, I find anymore with flying, I'm always regret not having my noise canceling headphones. And I, mm-hmm. the big ones, I just forget to pack all the time uh, or say, I'll be fine without them. And then I get on a plane or get into a noisy room and think, oh, I wish I had um, those noise canceling headphones with me. So I'm looking forward to reporting on how that turns out with those ones coming out in a little bit. It's a great idea. Uh, Gab, do you have a miscellaneous, anything that you wanted to add in that, um, um, I'm, save, I'm saving it all for the next category. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I will say that um, this is a discussion that three of us have had, not on the podcast, but have had in real life, um, how much I appreciate having a record player in my office. Um, I was able to get one from a friend who, you know, like everybody's had one in a box since the, uh, since the, the, the early 90s in their basement. And uh, happened to hand me a good starter pack of good records. And um, it's just, I, I don't use it all the time. I use Spotify on my speakers or on my phone all the time. But every once in a while, it's just nice to put on a record. And I love the act of listening to not just one song from one person and then one song from somebody else, but listening to a whole album. And uh, that has been um, that's been really awesome. So it's definitely a tool um, to give yourself some focus on some music and uh, rediscover albums again. It's a really fun thing. And I, um, I have lots of dream record players, but nothing's really on my list. Um, there are really cool looking record players out these oh. days. Uh, but I have a perfectly good working one from the late 80s that I use all the time. 
Yeah, record players are awesome. Yeah. Um, and yes, I definitely know that uh, <laughs> both Dan and Gab are big record people too. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my my one miscellaneous one that I would add in there. So our last category, again, go to campacker.tv slash podcast. Look for episode 120 for the show notes for this. Our last um our last category we called hobbyish things is things that just give you pleasure. These are not things that um, that necessarily make you a better camp director. They might make you a happier camp director. Um, and uh, so there's some some really fun stuff there. Gab, do you mind starting us off in that category? Yep. The first the first one I have uh, is I just called it printing, but um, could go in our book category. But it's, I have a cool book called Printing by Hand. Mm. And I just find that I need to do something tactile um, regularly. And it helps unblock my mind and I problem solve and I get to create something. So it's where you can use um, different ways of printing and you can put it on uh, clothing or on paper, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I love find, finding new ways of, of doing that. And you do not need to be artistically inclined. I am actually very not I'm not artistically inclined I my hand drawing stuff is not the best um but you can do cool shapes and that kind of stuff and put those right. together so I love printing and uh, there's some really cool books out there or yeah. obviously YouTube videos to do so yeah remember back when it used to be hard to find silkscreen material yep like all that stuff is so readily available now it's awesome you can just go to Michael's and get it done and the, th- the crazy thing is when you do these things throughout the year and then you pass it on to staff members or campers or whatever. Um, it's just, it's crazy how they pick up on it. So, but they yeah. love it. They really, yeah. really, really love it. So yeah. Lots of people are going to get some printing stuff for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, what's for you, Dan? Yeah. Um, it's, it's an app, but I, uh, uh, it's definitely more in the hobby world. So um, I love audiobooks and just um, uh, Libby is amazing. Um, I hear a lot of people talk about Audible, but you got to pay money with Audible. Um, Libby uses your library. Everyone should be using their library because uh, most libraries are free, if not close to it. It supports your town, supports the use, you know, all that sort of thing. And Libby will connect to your local town's library and instant downloads, free um, I, uh, what my method for audiobooks is I will give it anything an hour. If I don't like right. you an hour, I dump you. Um, and it makes me feel much better, um, dumping a book I didn't pay for than, yeah. um, than having to suffer through an audible book that, you know, I thought was going to be good. Um, and you, to be frank, like some books vary on the author, some books vary on the, on the narrator's voice. Um, yep, you know, totally. uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, Libby, um, L I B V Y. Yeah. Great. I hope you put gun machine on your list, Danny. It's awesome. Yeah. I actually, I wrote it down. I'm let's see excited to download. Mm-hmm. After this, so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I, mine is a reading one. My first one in this is a reading one. Um, as I say, we're recording this in December, but I understand this is going to be available in January as well, but it's the Kindle unlimited um subscription which is on top of your prime it's 10 bucks a month i don't know if i'm gonna stick around for that but right now there's a three-month trial for a dollar a month and um kindle unlimited is all the kindle books that you could want it is not every book it's not always new books um but uh, i had looked at it before and thought this is a waste of money i can't find the books that i want none of the uh, novels that i had saved on my wish list were available none of the business books that i wanted to read but then i discovered that comic books and graphic novels are in there and so I can open the Kindle app on, on a tablet and read graphic novels for free. Um, most of the old classics are on there. So I started reading Neil Gaiman's Sandman, which is a legendary comic graphic novel series. And I never read it. Um, even looking at the the collected volumes, they always seem really very expensive to me. So I was ecstatic this week when I figured out you could find all of Sandman on Kindle Unlimited. And so I've been reading that. So um, there are tons, like, oh, it's unbelievable graphic novels available in there. It's um, way better than a Comixology membership, which I have tried before too, um, to subscribe to, to 
to comics and graphic novels through Comixology, which is also owned by Amazon, but this just happens to like just serve it all up in your Kindle app on one thing. So check out the uh, Kindle Unlimited trial and, uh, and give that a shot. Um, so Gab, we'll go to you. What's next? I'm, I'm pretty sure I've, I, I know I have mentioned Skillshare before yeah. on our podcast, um, but it is something that I use totally regularly as it's totally worth it. It's, it's just a little under $10 a month, but you just, you have classes. Um, and the way it's set up is that they're project based. So for me, I find that really helpful to, for learning, um, and not just passive listening, which is passive listening is great, but to actually learn something. And I try not to do stuff as where I'm thinking about work. That's just purely fun for me. So, right. and it's a lot of it's creative. Um, but then, but on a bonus, of course there's stuff on leadership, on business management, on marketing that applies to your work. Um, but if we're looking at hobbies, Skillshare is great for, for doing stuff that's just outside of your job. But if you're paying the 10 bucks a month, you could also use it for, for your work. And you can pass that, um, you know, I, my, my staff share my, my password. So if I want them to, to look, to do a course, then they get to do a course as well. They're really well done. And, um, and it's, it's, again, it's a, instead of just always doing work, trying to do something that's where you get to learn. I'm so helpful. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, you know, I would put in, um, the, in the list masterclass.com Beth yep. gave me a year subscription to masterclass for my birthday oh. last year. And I'm always stunned at the new people they're adding to masterclass.com um, and have taken some amazing cooking courses mm-hmm. on there. Like I thought I would go straight to Annie Lee Woods and the photography stuff and Jimmy yep. Chin and the adventure photography stuff, but I haven't like, I've gone to um, the, I've gone to the cooking stuff and Neil Gaiman on storytelling and, um, it, it has been awesome. So it's, uh, I think a little more expensive than Skillshare, but, um, but I think, you know, we'll try to put this in. I think I can share a code that will give you three extra months. Um, if, if you will buy a subscription to it. So, yeah. um, it's a, it's you, a great one. Udemy is another one. I use Udemy all the time. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, I, uh, I moved where my new job, I, I, there's a basketball court nearby and I didn't know how to throw a free throw and I downloaded yeah. the video and good. I could throw a much better free throw than before. So Udemy is right a good one as well too. You pay a la carte that one. It's not subscription, but yeah. Right. But it's so great also when you're coming home from work and you're tired and sometimes, you know, you're just having dinner and you're going to watch Netflix. Um, if you know that you're going to come home and you're going to do an hour of a class, it's kind of exciting. You have dinner, you sit down, and you're ready to do your class. And um, and it'll just break, it breaks things up a little bit and uh, something to look forward to. So, yeah, right. I want to try Masterclass, too. That looks so cool. Um, one that I think you love, um, Dan, is Aaron Franklin teaching Texas-style barbecue. Um, and he <laughs> does a whole episode just on getting the fire right. Oh, um, yeah, the fire right is everything. I mean, it's yeah. totally everything. <laughs> Yeah. it's totally everything oh my god when so, we did our last podcast dan was perfecting the he was smoking what were you smoking for for thanksgiving squash or something right yeah yeah yes. smoked squash it was great oh there you go yeah, yeah in yeah. a smoker it was really cool good so you. thank you for reporting you. back you, you you liked it it worked out well yeah it worked out well I, um i uh i blew my aunt's mind because uh my uncle has a smoker, but it only uses it for meat. And uh, the fact that I was able to put vegetables in a smoker, she right. was just like, what? And um, yeah, but uh, I was smoking for about an hour and a half, a little olive oil. And then um, it was good. Um, <laughs> I didn't, couldn't get my tent perfect. So I yeah. had to, um, I had to like slow cook it a little bit afterwards, but it, okay. it was great consistency, Full good smokiness. Flavor. It matched up with the squash. Just nice. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Good. That's good. Awesome. That's good. good to know. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Dan, what is your next um, personal pleasure pick? Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. I found this gem over Thanksgiving. Uh, shout out to my cousin, Andrew. I don't know if you listen to this, but, uh, but this is for you. Um, Untitled Goose Game is the name of the game. Untitled Goose Game. Uh, it's for Nintendo Switch. It is uh, easily the silliest, dumbest video game I've ever played. You're a goose. You can only honk flap your wings and grab things and uh, and run you could run but you run like a goose and um you basically terrorize a small english village and it's 
It's amazing. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it brings me all the joy. Um, uh, I've, I've logged way too many hours. Um, I could totally watch other people play this video game. I've watched my wife play this video game. I've watched my three-year-old play this video game. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's just, uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, Untitled Goose Game. You can also um, download it for your PC or your Mac. You don't need to have this. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I just looked online. It looks hilarious. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I love that. And I found out that that's where the goose memes come from, apparently. I didn't know. So, yeah, Uh that's all the goose memes are from Untitled Goose. Because my cousin Andrew was like, you you haven't seen the memes? I was like, I've seen them. And he's like, well, that's what it's from. And I was like, fair game. Cousin Andrew. Yeah, exactly. Good old, cousin, good old Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, good old cousin Andrew. Right on. Well, we're coming. We're coming closer to the end. Uh, Gap. What's your What's your next one? My next one's called Center, and um, it is an app uh, an app developed by uh, Chris Hemworth, and it's a. Fit, I'm laughing as I'm saying it because um, it is. Based, I got it for my 40th birthday last year, um, and it's a it's his fitness app. And, but what's really cool about this app is that, um, it's all of his, all of his people that sort of, I guess, take care of him and get him to where he's at right now. This is the actor. This is the actor. Yeah. Oh, the actor. Right, right. So it sounds super cheesy. Um, it's, it's really cool. So basically it's a diverse group of individuals, body shape, sizes, et cetera, et cetera. We've got cooks, um, you have, um, trainers. You have people that do meditation. So all of the apps on your phone, put it into one, but with a really, really cool vibe and very customizable. So for example, if you're vegetarian and gluten intolerant, you can have a meal plan that's developed for you. If you're feeling for some sweet stuff, you can, you can find those items as well. Um, include, and then if you want a workout that is, has no gear, some gear, lots of gear, but it's really it sort of feels like a wellness type um, app and it's, it's something that makes me want to keep going back to it. And I don't feel like it's a fitness app at all. I feel like it's a, what do I need in that day type type thing? So it's very much for me, a self care um, thing. I like it. I love the people on it. I think they're really awesome individuals. They clearly know what they're talking about. And Chris Hemworth is barely on it, which kind of makes me happy because I don't, necessarily need him to be telling me what to be doing right. but these other people have dedicated themselves to this and they're really really uh neat individuals and um and they're always putting on new information new content new recipes so um it's 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 my little uh, treat that i have for myself on my phone right on i love it i love it uh my last one i have several others that i would pick but um just in the interest of time i'm going to narrow it down to my last pick which is um the world of the afol the adult fans of lego uh and there are crazy websites tons of youtube stuff um i am in the middle as we're recording in the middle of december i'm in the middle of working through the star wars lego calendar as is gab mm-hmm. uh, the at lego advent calendar um and if you're watching, you can see my favorite piece so far, which is these tiny micro um, uh, Poe Dameron's black X-Wing. Uh, yeah. It's just it's such a joy every day to get up and make some Lego. And it has made me dig out old Lego packs out of the basement and sort and think about those. And um, many of you will have seen the shelf behind me when I record, which is full of the Lego skyline models of places that Beth and I have been. Um, but I have loved digging into this world. Uh, there is um, so many cool, cool things. It's funny um, Lego specific websites. One's called Bricklink. Um, and another one called Rebrickable, which is just kind of mind blowing to me. Rebrickable, you can upload the Lego sets that you have. So just tell them what numbers of Lego sets you have. And then if you want to build something else, it'll tell you if you have all the right parts to build it or what you know, two or three little parts. You, I have 68% of this model of all the parts from um, all my other stuff. So if you're not a person who builds a Lego set and leaves it on a shelf, but takes it apart to use it for other things, then you have lots of cool things that you can build. So uh, I'll get Matt to put the three links into there, Rebrickable and Bricklink. 
uh, in there um, for building other models. But Lego's given me a lot of joy in my life and a lot more joy this month. So that is my final pick uh, of these ones today. Uh, Dan, you've got one more, yes? Yep. Uh, so um, for me, it's, it's Rocksmith. It's for Xbox. Um, the game's a few years old, but uh, I really struggle with learning guitar, and I really always wanted to learn guitar. And I've done one-on-one lessons. I've gone to YouTube, and Rocksmith is the only thing that's actually been able to teach me guitar. Mm. Um, uh, you actually plug your guitar into the Xbox and play it like you play Guitar Hero, except you're playing a real guitar. Um, yeah, it's great. It's, it's uh, really enjoy it. Bought a very affordable guitar off of Amazon and just plug right into it. And um, yeah, you can play. They have tons of licenses songs just like Guitar Hero. And yeah, I really enjoy it. So That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's really great. I got to look that up for sure. Cool. Uh, Gap, do you have any more? I think we're at the end, yes? Yep, at the end. Okay. Well, I uh, I really do want to thank everybody. As I say, I think this is coming out in the new year, so we want to wish everybody a happy 2020 and uh, look forward to doing a lot more shows this year. It's been a real pleasure to get together more often than we have the last couple of years and talk camp stuff. So if you have uh, any ideas of future shows, um, you can uh, send those in and Travis at gocamp.pro. I want to thank Michaela who just submitted um, for, through our online form, which I can't remember the address of that right now, but um, she sent in a, a great idea. So thanks, Michaela. We uh, look forward to talking about some of the stuff that you mentioned. But people, tell us what you, you're struggling with. Tell us what you are, um, you know, you want to hear some other brains on, an, on a problem. We'd love to add that into our show. Dan, if people want to follow up with you, what's the best way to get in touch to ask follow-up questions or check in with you? That's something. Yeah. Uh, my email is dan.weir at ymcali.org. Um, uh, my Twitter and Instagram handles are danlovescamp. Great. Thanks for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. It's a pleasure. Gab, how do people get in touch with you? Um, you can check me out on Instagram at gabrielle.rail, and rail has two L's, or you can see where I work at waro.com, O-U-A-R-E-A-U.com. Excellent. Thanks for being here, Gab. Thanks. And uh, we do really uh, appreciate everybody listening or watching. Again, if you're a, a YouTube watcher, please do hit subscribe and hit the bell because then you'll know when we put out new content, which is coming out quite regularly. There's some really good stuff, not only from the Camp Hacker pod podcast, uh, also from First Class Counselors. I um, really love what Matt and Oliver are doing. Many of you listen to those in your podcast, uh, in your Camp Hacker feed. Um, but we are also have good shows coming out from Camp Code, from the Day Camp Pod, and soon to be released our new podcast, which we'll let you know more about officially coming up in the new year. So I appreciate everybody, and we uh, miss you, Joe. And uh, thanks for the evening, friends. The Camp Hacker Podcast is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultants. Thanks for listening. Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus. Hey, Camp Rose, we love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, we hope that whenever you share an idea that you learn from the Camp Hacker podcast, conference, summer camp professionals group, or wherever else, that you're quick to give credit where credit is due. That way, we can all encourage more camp pros to share the tips and tricks that will make camp better.